What's up, everybody? Darius here. So, we want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Uh, we know we missed an episode last week, but, you know, we just got super busy. You know, life, sometimes life gets the better of you, but we're back. Um, I'm inserting this since the beginning of the episode just to let you guys know that if you stick around to the end, you know, it's a, it's a little bit longer episode, but if you stick around to the end, you'll get to hear a preview of Jumbin's new song that she's got coming out. It took me a while, but I convinced her to, to put it out on this podcast just so, you know, the people that are nice enough to listen will get a chance to hear her. Um, so stick around to the end and I hope you like it. Hello, guys. This is Jungbin. And this is Darius. And welcome to the Beanbag Box episode 12. We got a dog. Cue the music. Jumpin' mentioned, we got a little puppy. We got a dog. It's both the best thing we've ever done and the worst thing at the same time. We got a dog. Yeah. We got a dog. So, we got a little dog. His name is Morty, after Rick and Morty, just because I'm a big fan and I convinced Jumpin' yeah. that that's the name that it I suits thought, him. I thought Taco was the best idea. And he was like, no, it's Morty. But after he... You know, you mm. told me that, oh, he's a definitely Morty. He's like nervous and shit, blah, 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 blah. You convinced me. Well, the mm. thing about Morty is for people that know, they know. But people that don't know, they think it's just a name. But if you name your dog Taco, everybody that, like when we took him to the vet the other day, they're going to be like, Taco, Taco. And everybody's going to be looking at us like, what the fuck? These people name their dog Taco. So I just thought Morty was a, you know, you don't want to, it's like when you have an actual kid, you don't want to give them a name that can be easily made fun of. I do. Why? Because. Do you want to set them up for, you I know, give them being unique bullied? Name. I want to give them a unique name. Morty's a unique name. How, have you ever heard of a dog named Morty? No. That's pretty unique. True. Can Korean people say Morty, you think? You think they have an issue with that? Why? Why would they have an issue? Because you guys have accent. How would Excuse you say? Me? How would you say Morty with an accent? Moti, Motiya iriwa. That sounds kind of aggressive. Moti, Moti. I mean, it doesn't. Or, sound... I guess you think they just like Morty. They're not gonna say it like that. Why do you care if Korean people can pronounce it or not? Because at some point we're probably gonna be living in Korea, and I want to make sure you know he's able to have a good life. <laughs> the, the fuck? What? It's it's our dog. If yeah. I can pronounce, you can pronounce. My friends can probably pronounce. But will they be able to? Yes. See, these are the type of things. When you become a parent, listeners, you will understand. Everything changes. Oh, God. The way you look at the world oh, is God. completely different. <laughs> like, Shut every up. little thing is just like, oh, my God. Is he going to be okay with that? Are the other dogs going to make fun of him? You know, is he going to be... You know, he's got a little thingy. You know, I've seen a situation that's not that impressive. So that's already something that he's going to be struggling with. Well, you know? what, what thingy? You know, his thingy. Oh. You know. We're not talking about that. I think it's worth talking about, you know. Everybody wants their kid to be, you know, the best on the block. He's already skinny as a twig, and he's got a little thingy. He's not, he's not oh, starting God. off on the best foot. But, you know, we'll give him 
every opportunity that we can. What are you looking at me like that? Not even first five minutes of the podcast, and this went wrong. It's going to the sideway. It's not going sideways. You know, this is like I said, this is the type of things you have to think about when you become a parent. I just hope he's happy. That's it. <laughs> and listen to us. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing entirely. But I think we should get into the saga, the picking up Morty saga. Oh, yeah. So we had an appointment to go pick this dude up at, I think we were originally supposed to go like 1 or 2 p.m., mm-hmm. but then we moved it up just so we can get it, over the way, get it over with. So we drive all the way to Coventry, which from where we live is about an hour and a half away. Yeah. Maybe close to two hours. Yeah. Get there. And the guy's like, oh, first, first he texted you and said he was in a, uh, like a polo or something. So we were looking for like a little VW or something on the side of the road. No, of, no, no. He was like Vauxhall. Yeah. Like gray Vauxhall. And something. something like that. Yeah. And then the location they gave us address wasn't an, it was just a spot in the middle of a street. Yeah. So once we got there, we didn't know where to go. So we had to text the guy. The guy whose number we had wasn't the guy we were meeting. He's like, oh, I'm out of town, so I'm having some other people meet and do yeah, so I call this. So I got the call from that guy, mm-hmm. that guy we're actually supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, if you like come around and keep driving, you'll see a van on your left, white van, white work van on your left. So I was like, okay. And just he was like, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well, I should also preface this story by saying one key piece of information is that when we left the house originally, I got in the car and I looked at how much gas we had, and it was just under half a tank, so I was like, that's enough to drive there and drive back, so let that be known. There was more than enough gas. Anyway, so we finally get here. These people are on the side of the road in two white panel vans. That's already something you don't want to see. Like two, not one white panel van is enough, but two, you're like, this is not going to go well at Imagine all. if I went there by myself, you, I would definitely get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty secluded area too, so it's not like people would notice. But yeah, we pull up, they get out with this dog, and they didn't even really give us a chance to like get to know the dog. Like It was outside, it was cold as fuck outside, yeah. so it's not like we had a chance to like put him on the ground, see what his attitude is like, play with him a little bit. The guy just gave got out hand, gave him to us and was like, "So you guys got the money?" And it was like it was like a drug deal for yeah, a dog. Like here you go, here's the dog. Cheers, got the yeah. money. Like oh okay. So but, okay, what were you saying? But I looked at him, look at Morty, and he was so cute. But so every cute puppy taste. is cute. That's the thing. So it's not really no, a good no, way to no, measure no, what no. type of when dog he is. When I said he was the cutest, he was the cutest. Okay. Well, anyway, so we give this guy, it was supposed to be 750 pounds, and we couldn't take out 750 pounds, so we had to split it between both of us, and I think we ended up with like, so what, you had... I got perfect amount. You had 350 or something? 75. 375? Yeah. And I took out 400, and I gave, <laughs> I handed him yours, no, I handed him mine, I think, and then I was like, and then we got 375 here, so let me count it out, blah, blah, blah. I'm counting, I'm counting. I must have lost count, and I just handed him this wad of cash. And then he started counting it and realized, probably realized that I gave him more than what I was supposed to, but he's like, yep, it's all here. And then we were driving back 
or a little bit later, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I gave Why him. Why didn't you stop and count? Because I wasn't trying to be there any longer than I had to be. Like, it, it, it ended still, up being like 20 just, pounds. You can, so that's that's true, but you can just calm down and just count. It's not a big deal. Just like you could just calm down and get the sausages that I asked for. But here Thanks, we are. fucking cues. We was sausages. You know what sausages I'm talking about. The pork sausages. That's okay. I'm gonna have to tell this story. Oh my After, god! No, <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna talk about this. After I fucking the mortar story. Anyway, I can't believe you're talking about this. What? What you? It's just life. Life happens. It's just a fucking sausage. Well, it's not just a sausage because I didn't get any sausages. Anyway, <laughs> don't look at me like that. Anyway, so we pick up the dog. I will right? strangle you. We pick up the dog, right? And we start driving back home. It's about an hour and a half back home. We're driving along, getting good. I got about a quarter tank left. And I was like, you know, I could probably make it back. <clears throat> I don't know about you guys listening, but for me, I do not like... I usually fill up my gas tank when I have a quarter tank. But I have this problem where things that I have to do, I don't want to do them. Like, I don't know. It's just become like a thing with me. Whereas like, if it's something that I have to do, like, you know... Stop and get gas, even record this podcast, stuff like that, where it's taking time out of my day to do something that I have to do instead of what I want to do. I just have a hard time doing it. I don't know what you would call it's that. It's like me working out. I never do it. Even though I have to do it, I, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. So I was like, I'll just push it off and push it off, push it off to the last second. That's like everything. When I do school, that's how I always operate. Whenever I get a project or a report or whatever to do, I do it the night before or like the day before. Good habit. So I didn't put any gas in the car. We were driving. As soon as we get on the highway, so I get up the highway speeds, the car starts going like, uh, uh, and it won't rev past like 4,000. Then it slowly starts going down, down, down. Luckily, I had like the forethought to know that the car's finished shut off, so I got over to the side of the road. Imagine how bad it would have been if it would have shut off right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Oh, but, no. Yeah. So here we are in the side of the road. The car is cranking, but it's not starting. So I know that it's not, you know, it's not an electrical thing. It's doesn't um it's not an electrical thing it's got spark i know that it started trying to crank over a little bit but it was slowly stopped so that turned me into thinking that it was fuel maybe the fuel pump died i don't know but so first off let me say usaa in the uk usaa does a really good job about like uh, supporting military members like Mm -hmm. worldwide the fact that we can even get insurance through them is great Mm -hmm. but the way they operate, like you can't just call the USA number and get connected to whatever office you got, mm-hmm. you need. And they even have an app where you're supposed to be able to go on the app and just be like, I need roadside assistance and come help me here. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. That None of that works here. So you got to call the specific UK London office. And then they transfer you to whatever, whoever they do their uh, roadside service through. It's like a third party, whatever. Mm-hmm. So after about 30 freaking minutes, I finally get in touch with these people. And then they're all like, <laughs> they're all like, yeah, we'll we'll call you when we have when we know what how long it's gonna take us to get there. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting here. Then Jumpin's like, "I gotta go pee." I'm like, "Well, oh my god, I had to do what I had to do." So what did we have to do, Jumpin? Uh, I got outside, pulled my pants down, and fucking peed myself. <laughs> well, you know my bladder. <laughs> I really have small capacity of bladder. Mm. If I have to pee, I have to fucking piss. I have to piss. You don't understand this. Obviously, you don't understand it because when I tell, when I told you that, I, oh, you know what, I really need to pee. Actually, 
you are like, oh my god, can you just hold for like some hours? I'm like, do I look like I can hold peace in my bladder? Do I look like I have a large capacity of bladder? The fuck? I would think you have a regular capacity, like a regular I don't, human being. But I don't. Anyway, I don't. So let me set the scene. We're on the side of the highway. There's no guardrail. There's no way for jumping to like hide out and do it. All we have with us is a, a blanket that we're using for the dog. So jumping had to open up the door. I had to get out and hold this big ass blanket up. So You're making a big out. deal out of this. <laughs> it ain't a big deal. I'm just telling the story as it happened. I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm just saying it's not big deal enough to make a story about it. It's part of what happened. It's true, but I I just took a piss. It's a human natural human uh phenomenon. Yeah, but you have the habit of having to take a piss at the worst possible time. And <laughs> it's it's like your your body just like hates me. cooperating. Yep. Like when we went to Cheddar Gorge yep. and we were all, we were in the middle of nowhere. There's no bathrooms or yep. nothing. Jumpin's like, hates "Can me. I tell you something?" I was like, "What?" She's like, "I got to take a piss." I was like, "You couldn't say anything when we were at the rest stop." You're like, "I thought I could make it." I was like, "What?" <laughs> was, don't even get me started about the time we were on the airport bad. on the on the airplane <laughs> and you had to go piss right after they put on the seatbelt lights when we're coming in for landing. I was like, I, I, I don't going, understand. I, there was oh, actually, there was really close. I, it was this close to piss my pants, <laughs> and piss all over the seats, and it was like fucking leather seats too. It was so close. You know what you should start doing? You should start setting a timer on your phone, just to remind you just go pee, whether you have to or not. That way you don't get caught at the last possible moment to go, or the worst <sighs> possible moment. You really don't understand, do you? I guess not, and I never will. Don't try to explain it, because I'm not going to know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that timer shit doesn't matter for shit. Mm. Because it, it, it just, it, it's just what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. If I, even if I piss, <clears throat> even if I take a piss before I leave, mm. that doesn't matter shit. An hour later, I have to piss. Mm. That's how small my bladder capacity is. Okay, well, got a problem. Uh, well, sometimes get used to it. <laughs> so anyway, we're sitting there. It was like an hour and a half or something. We had this dog. He wouldn't stop shaking. I'm assuming he was just nervous because you know, brand new people stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. Then the tow truck guy finally comes. We get in here. We have to sit in the back. They normally don't allow dogs, so they were gonna try to make Morty, brand new baby dog, sit in the. BMW on the tow bed while we had to sit in the thing in the cab. And I was like, we're not doing that. Like, he's just a baby. We'll hold him. It's fine. Yeah. And then the guy, you know, luckily enough was cool with it. So we drive an hour and a half back. Midway through the drive, the towing agency calls me and tells me that. So I already knew that the uh, USA was only going to cover 30, um, 30 miles or it was like 35 or 36 miles. So the guy calls me and he's like, yeah, so the amount we quoted you, which was like 180 pounds, he's like, that's not going to be the right amount um, because they're tr- they were trying to charge me for how much it costs for them to come out to me to drop me off and for them to drive back or whatever. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that it worked like that. And I've been towed a couple times and I always thought that it was you pay for 
where you're p- getting picked up at to where you're dropped off at. Mm-hmm. But I guess this guy, anyway, he said he was going to try to get it to where the USAA would cover the difference because they gave me the wrong number, but USAA wouldn't budge and they would only pay for 30 miles. And it was like 90 miles back to my house. It ended up being like $300 that I had to pay for this just because I didn't put gas, <laughs> enough gas in my car. What's the point of having insurance? If you have to pay fucking I don't know. anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm going to opt into having my car towed to my house, which means that USAA is not going to have to cover the charges of me taking it to the garage and getting the garage to fix it, they should just cover whatever the towing cost is. Like, what am I paying you all this money every year for? I know. Like, insurance companies always are out to rape people. Because that's how insurance works. It's like, they just get people to give them money, and nine times out of ten, they don't have to give any service because they'll find a way out of it, you know what I mean? And it's like, I I don't know, man. You have to have insurance. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't. I would just, whenever I need a tow truck, I would just, because I do all my own maintenance anyway, you know what I mean? Really, it's just to cover the other person in an accident, which, yeah, I mean, that's good, too, because I would hate to get into an accident and have... Someone else's medical bills I got to worry about. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so that was day one of getting this dog. It was so... And I was supposed to go hang out with my friends later on that evening. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I can't leave Jump in here with this brand new dog. And, you know, Morty is a good dog. He's he's nice enough, but he gets real hyper. Like, really hyper. Like, he'll be chill, 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 like, all day. He naps, like, four times a day. And then out of nowhere, he'll just be like... <laughs> zooming around. And he... Jump in, just t- talk about how, talk about what do you think about Morty so far? He's a great puppy. Mm. He can be calm, mm. but he doesn't listen for shit <laughs> unless you have treats. Yeah. He is very, very food driven, mm. loves eating food, eating anything. <laughs> loves eating anything. He, like, if he sees something, he's curious about it. Mm. He will put it into his mouth first, and yeah. then decide if it's you whether you can eat it or not. But he can't even do that. That he can't even do that. Probably he'll just eat it. Yeah, he's yeah. stupid. Anytime you take him outside, like he spends half the time just eating grass. Yeah, and like chewing on weeds. It's like, what are you doing? Why would you want to chew on? Yeah, weeds? we let you outside so that you can take a pee and take a poop. Like mm. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So, so far, we've had him for, let's say we got him last Saturday. Yeah, so a week. Yeah, just over a week. And the main problems we've run into so far with him is he cannot be on his own for anything. And he doesn't like not being able to, like, leave a room, I guess you would describe it. So, like, even if you're in the room with him, if you close the door, he just cries and cries and cries and whines. And he doesn't cry like a normal dog. You know, it's not a little whimper. like He's like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like he act, he like yells like a human person. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, and I guess like, we have to train him for the separation anxiety and shit. Yeah, and we we're kind of in a really good spot right now just because of the pandemic. So we have time at home to like kind of acclimate him, you know, train him up. And I think that's why so many people are getting like pets and stuff right now because you have the time, mm. you don't have anything else to do, so you could you know train train a little puppy. Yeah. So I and he's smart enough. I think he'll get it. 
you know, the older he gets, I think he'll just get a little bit better understanding that, you know, when we leave the room or close the door, you know, he, he'll be fine. He just doesn't like not being able to do what he wants to do. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we tell him no, like, he loves to go up on the couch. If we tell him no, he'll just whimper. And, like, we'll ha- he'll jump up there and then we'll have to pick him up, take him off, pick him up, take him off, like, ten <laughs> times. Trying to get him to just go. We're trying to get him to, whenever he's tired or something, to go into his kennel instead of trying to jump up on the, the couch. And he, when he sleeps, he loves to, like, just be on someone or just touching you in any way. So that's kind of a hard thing to get over. He's been pretty good about sleeping in his kennel at night. And he'll usually sleep through the night. Uh, but, like, if it's in the morning, we would take him out to pee. And then as soon as we bring him back in, you know, it's still like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. He's going to try to get an extra hour of sleep or whatnot. Yeah. And if he's not sleepy, he's not going back to sleep and he wants to get up on the bed with us. So he'll just whine and whimper and like scratch at the bed and then start growling if we don't let him up on yeah, the bed. Yeah, like and biting like, the bed and shit. Yeah. But like, we oh, never, no. I draw the line at the bed, you know, he's not coming up on the bed. Mm-hmm. I don't mind him coming up on the couch, but I still want him to be able to go into the kennel and stay in the kennel when we tell him to. So that's where we are right now. And of course, like any puppy, he poops and pees in the house. He's getting, he's making some steps of going outside. Like if we are good about taking him outside right after he eats or first thing in the morning when he wakes or right after he wakes up from a nap, he'll go outside sometimes. But like today, he ate and then I took him outside and he peed (laughs) and then he was just like standing there looking at me and then he ran back inside. I was like, okay, I'll take him back out in like 10 minutes. And then, like, I walked to my computer room, and I came back, and he was sitting in the corner. I couldn't see his body, but I could already tell what he was doing. I was like, you were just outside. Why didn't you go and poop? So that's where we're at yeah. with the dog. He's, he's, a, he's a wild one. But, you know, he's really smart. I think he's got potential. He's, he's got potential. And the fact that he's already so into us means I think he's going to be loyal. You know, he's not like my dog that we have at my parents' house. You know, it's not really my it's my little brother's dog who's supposed to be anyway. Tiger, he's something else. Like he does not he will not stay in the house for nothing. If you leave a door open <laughs> or leave any crack or crevice where he can get out, he's gonna be gone. And you will not <laughs> see him. He'll come back eventually, maybe, but yeah. So yeah. we don't have that problem with Morty because he first oh, that's another problem we have. He hates his leash. Like he will if you put him on the leash and like put any sort of tension on it. Oh, yeah. He'll, he just stopped. He just stopped stop, walking. He'll sit. And if you try to, like, you know, pull him a little bit, kind of get him going, he'll just freak out like someone's choking him. So, no, you no. know. With me, he doesn't even freak out. He just, like, sit down and look at me mm. like crazy. Mm. Like, I was crazy. <laughs> like, I was crazy. He just sit there and look at me like, you're not doing this. What the fuck are you doing? Mommy, you're not doing this. Like, yeah. looking at me like this. I'm like... Uh, you are, you're gonna have to walk, honey. I think what we're gonna end up having to do, which I've never done with a dog before, but I think we're gonna have to end up. And I, not saying because I'm lazy and don't want to take the time, but I think the easiest route, the quickest route, is taking him to one of those schools where they teach him like basic stuff. You know Actually, what I'm about? I looked it up. Mm-hmm. There's one in like around here. There's like three around here. Yeah. But the amount of people applying mm. is fucking crazy. Yeah. So the earliest is like March. Did they say how old they have to be? Yeah. How old does he have to be? Five months. Five months. So uh, we still have some time. But I mean, yeah, we'll work on it. But, you know, at some point we'll we'll just have to look into getting him into something like that. Just because, just because I want him to be able to be in the house by himself and learn to start t- listening to us. 
And I think that'll be the easiest way. I don't mind paying a little bit of money. Yeah, me neither. And plus, if if he goes to that puppy school, mm. he probably get to socialize with the other dogs, right? Yeah. So that's plus because since I don't have any friends that has dog, mm. I don't know about you. Yeah, there's a bunch of my coworkers that have pets. Uh, like most of them, actually. But like, will they willing to like meet us in the park and just hang out for a bit? I'm sure they would if I was so inclined to try to make a dog play date with someone, which I'm not particularly inclined to do that right now because uh, the one guy that I know, he has two big German Shepherds. I don't think that'd be a good fit. Uh, I know there's another guy that has two smaller dogs. That, that'd probably be fine. Yeah, I mean, whenever we have like uh, parties at work or whatever, mm-hmm. people always bring their dogs. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind doing that. Once Morty is able to not pee and poop inside, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll actually stay on a leash when we tell him to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it would be a while before we kind of get to that point. But there's plenty of dogs around this neighborhood. So if we can just get him outside and walking, he'll have a chance to socialize. So, yeah. but we have to wait. Oh, or take him to the store. Yeah, that's another thing we could do. Uh, so when we got the dog, the ad said that he had all his vaccinations, oh, yeah. that he was dewormed, and that he was microchipped. So, of course, the first thing we did when we got him, it took us like three days, but we took him to the vet to just get him checked out, make sure everything was cool. The vet, first off, since they're doing so... I don't know why they're doing this, but they leave you in the car, and then they'll come get the dog, and then they'll take the dog inside. It's a safety precaution because of COVID, but like... Every other business is just, you know, walk in. It, that's the whole thing with COVID. It's like some people are taking some measures that are more extreme, but it's all negated by the fact that other people... It's like if everybody was doing it to that level, that makes sense. But as soon as some people stop doing it, it all falls down. So why are we, why are we doing this charade? But anyway, they came out, picked up the dog, take him inside, and they're like, yeah, we tried scanning his microchip and nothing's coming up. And we're like, well, the ad definitely said he yeah. was microchipped. And they're like, yeah, I don't, I can't think of any vet that would give a dog vaccinations and not microchip them. So it's just safe to assume that he doesn't have his vaccinations either or his uh, uh, flea and worm treatment. And I was like, <sighs> and he was thirteen weeks. Yeah, thirteen fucking weeks. Which, Three months and one week. Based on the sketchiness surrounding the situation of where we got the dog and how we got him, it doesn't really surprise me that they didn't do that basic stuff. It was only 70 pounds, so you think it wouldn't kill them. But that's that's one thing that I've learned about being in this country. You just can't take anyone at face value. And it's kind of it's like that, you know, in most Western countries. Like if you go to America, you'll probably likely run into the same situations. Everybody is so geared toward, you know, that selfishness and getting the edge, a little bit of edge here and there, making a little extra money here and there, that they don't have a sense of, uh, not pride, but what's the word I'm looking for? Honesty? Honesty, yeah. And just, you know, like if we were in Japan, and I always bring up Japan because I spent a lot of time there and it's probably my favorite country to be in, that wouldn't happen because if someone did something like that, and you called them on it, they would actually feel a sense of like guilt and you know, just feel bad. Most people would feel bad over something like that. Mm-hmm. But outside of 
Asian countries in general, they don't have that. And I don't want, I wonder why. So you're saying every Westerner is a sociopath? Not every Westerner is a sociopath. I'm just saying it's more <laughs> likely to happen in the West because we don't, we don't, we're, we're not that honor based society in the West. Why. I don't know. I just don't know. You guys have like no shame. Yeah. And it's because it's like the same thing with people trying to get, uh, you know, the Xboxes and the PS5s that just came out. Mm-hmm. Pe- scalpers are like getting those, picking those up. Like, that. I heard a story today that some scalpers, they're like a scalping group. And it's basically like they have contests with other scalpers to see who can scalp the most. So this one co- group got 3,500 PlayStation 5s. And? So it's between a small group of people and they. S- they were able to get 3500 PS5s and then they're going to they're selling them to other people at like double triple the price. You know why? I mean? Just that's what they like to do. I don't know why. That's <laughs> and gross. it's like and that I think that was in the UK or something. It's like that I don't think that would happen in Asia. I don't want to generalize and speak out of turn, but I think in Asian I mean in China that would That will happen. happen. They yeah, will they do that. Yeah, maybe it's just a human condition thing. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, why would you do that? I understand there's potential. It's you know, it's about the hustle. It's about making a profit, making a way. But there's a fine line that you kind of got to walk. Where it's like, are you able to live with yourself at the end of the day if you're doing this to people? Like, you know, every those scalpers don't think about like every PS5 that they got. That's you know, some kid that's not going to get one. That's you know, some. Gift that's not going to get given yeah. because they want a thousand dollars for a PS Five. Just buy your own and let other people have one. I don't understand like what the disconnect is here, but yeah. So that's all tying into just to say the guy that we bought this dog from was a freaking dirt bag. But it is what it yeah. is. We got him now. He's safe and healthy, and he's. He, you might have heard him making a little bit of noise in the background, but he's just chilling in his kennel. Yeah, he's such a cutie pie. Yeah, he's. It's going to be a long road with Morty. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got a long yeah. way to go, but I'm, I'm willing to do that. He's chewing on Jumbin's ankles like it's beef jerky. Like, I've never had a dog that, like, chews and bites and nibbles like he does. Like, that's his, I guess, well, I heard it's his yeah. breed. Yeah, because, like, you know, the video we saw, mm-hmm. the Korean dog whisperer video. Mm-hmm. So, he is mixed breed mm-hmm. between... Border Collie and Whippet. And Border Collie is in the herding group. Mm. And they tend to bite. Mm. It's in their instinct. Mm. Especially like around my feet area. I don't know because, I don't know, maybe because it's like moving. Just like simply because it's moving. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's something we're just going to have to get him to kind of drop. But it's hard to do that when he's this little. It hurts. <laughs> So bad, and like I, like already half scabs and shit. Yeah, it hurts. Well, it's like having a cat. Cats would do the same thing, but worse. So you kind of are they? Cats are known for that, and they have those sharp claws that come out. That's why I don't mess with cats. They're like, the fuck? Why you talking shit about cat all of a sudden? About cats. That's why. Um. Okay. Cats are nice. Dogs over cats any day. Cats are nice. Dogs over cats. I had one cat growing up and it was the worst experience of my life. 
Cats are nice. I was like, I was like three years old, and I still remember this cat. <laughs> like, it would hide out on top of the refrigerator and jump down on people and like attack them when they come through. You're biased because your experience was bad. Mm. And I'm allergic anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's true. We're What? How are you living with the cat when you're? That's allergic? the thing. I I I wasn't allergic to cats growing up. It was just. Just happened one day. I was hanging out at Jared's house. So your immune system has changed. Maybe, but that's another thing. Whenever we go to Deborah's house, remember they had a cat. I never had any issues. It was just that one particular cat at Jared's house, and I remember sitting there. I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, "What the? My eyes are watering. My nose is all stuffed up. They kept itching. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I was like, <laughs> "They have a cat. It must be the cat." I mean, they had a dog too, but I never had any issues with dogs, so. I mean, I've never had an interaction with another cat to confirm it, but I'm just comfortable in saying that I'm allergic to cats. You just don't want to have a cat. That's Not why you're saying. That's why you've been saying you're allergic. Because cats don't love you. They do love you. No, What the fuck? Cats love what you give them. That's not. But dogs love you. That's not true. They do love you. Dogs love you in a very specific loving way. Cats only want stuff from you. Well, They but cats are also want... independent. They're independent. They're independently assholes. <laughs> That's about the only thing a cat has to offer. Whoa, you're not nice. Mm. That's not nice. We should put up a poll again, cats or dogs, and let's see who you know where the people lie. Because I feel like dogs are more popular. Cats are assholes. Very specific type of that person. That doesn't matter. Shit. That's not gonna change my opinion. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to change your opinion, but I just want to know. What the world has to say, the world being the ten people that listen to this podcast. Uh, oh yeah, sorry for not putting out an episode last week. We just got so busy with the dog and then everything that was going on, so it yeah. just kind of again, I procrastinated through it. But we're getting it done. We're getting it done this week. We're gonna keep it rolling. We'll try to be better about sticking with it. But uh, I guess it's time to address the cream word of the day. Tests that we were supposed to do. Yay! That I didn't study for at all, and I don't. That's your ass's fault. I'm That's on not, your ass. I'm not gonna get any of them right. I'm not gonna get any of them right. Guess whose fault it is? It's your fault. Oh well, well, well before we get to that, we will kill you. <laughs> before we get to that, let's talk about your song, your new song you got coming out. My song. Yeah. Is what, coming out. What's it called? It's called Sleepless. Sleepless. You changed the name too. Yep. So you changed the beat. You changed the name. Did you keep any of my contributions? Yes. What? The original chord. Anyway, so you, we've had this song in the works. Well, not we. Jump in. I made the original. I guess you could call it a demo now, because not much of it is left. And then jump in. You know, did the rest of the hard, uh, the leg work, getting it done. And she come in her room one day and she let me listen to it. And I was like, this is a banger. You have to release this. This is. The best well, song that I've heard from you. I sent it to the distributor. Like I said, mm. it is coming out. Yeah, but I want you to talk through the process of you know how you went about doing it and everything. Like, well, give us some inside information. It was I don't know. You got to remember, most of the people that listen to the show won't know the process of what goes into making a song. I think so. they do. It's not really complicated. Well, it's just just you... explain, explain it, because I want to know. You make a demo hmm. and you record a song. No, talk about your specific process. My process? Yeah, how did you go about getting this song made? Okay, 
So I, you gave me the beat,、mm. and I wrote the song,、mm. and I let it sit for like two years. Sounds about right. Yep, sounds about right, huh? That's what I always do. Let it sit for like two to three years,、mm-hmm. and then if I have enough confidence to work on it, I start working on it,、mm. and then I get the producer, get the mixing and mastering people. So what did what did you do for this specific song as far as the producing and mixing, mastering, and everything and all that? It's a、uh, confidential. It's confidential. Yep. Why? Because I would like to keep it as confidential. That's weird. Who's? Is it, it's not. It's an illegal issue. No. <laughs> Then why don't you want to talk about it? I just like to keep it as a confidential. Well, you think people are going to be because you, you paid for a producer or something? Like, what's wrong with that? No, I mean, isn't everybody paying for a producer? Yeah. So, what's the, why you got to keep it confidential? I mean, it's interesting. People want to hear. Like, you know, I don't think it's that interesting. Well, we'll let the people decide when they hear. Okay. So I was like, I contacted. There's a one website that you can, you know, hire the freelancers.、Mm. And I found this guy that sounds hella cool. So I was like, "Hey yo, I have this demo. Can you make this? But I cannot use this sample also,、mm-hmm. and I cannot use this either. I cannot use this, that, and this and that.、Mm-hmm. Can you just make it sound nice?" <laughs> and he was like, "Uh, sick. I'll try." And he sent it to me, and、mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay." I'll take it. Did you have to pay him up front, or did you send him and had him do like his thing, and then you're like, okay, I like this, I'm gonna pay you, or did you have to pay him up front regardless? Up front regardless,、mm. but you can do the revision、mm. for like a couple of times. So, but so you pay him up front. What if he would have sent you back something that you didn't like? Would you be able to get your money back? I think so.、Mm. I think so.、Mm. Yeah. I mean, this. I don't know who it is. I guess Jumpman's gonna keep it confidential. You might work with him again later, but I think this guy is really talented, especially compared to me, because you could tell this guy can actually play and understands music to an actual professional level, which I do not. I'm just kind of like a enthusiast. Did I hurt your feeling? No, I'm being realistic. You know, <laughs> I just I've always done music as a hobby, and you know, people have told me before that potential, but I don't have the. The drive to really sit down and learn to do music the way you need to to be able to be a good producer,、mm-hmm. and that's why I get so infuriated with like the quality of production and music that comes out nowadays, especially like in mainstream like rap and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. Because I know those producers are doing the same thing I do, which is like basically cheating.、Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are these guys getting paid so much money and you know world famous? And they don't really have any skills, you know. What they do, I can do, and if I can do it, you definitely don't deserve to make a million dollars off of it. You know what I mean? Well, but they are. Yeah, and I think that I wish the industry would value actual musicians more than it does, because you know, there's people that spend years of their life to learn these skills, and then someone、like、comes in on, you know, on Fruity Loops or something, and downloads a, a sample pack、yeah. and、industry、puts something together. Industry doesn't work like that. I know. But I just wish it wish it would. So after you, so after you got the revision and got the song sounded like how you wanted, then then what? Then I confirm it.、Mm. Thanks a lot. Bye. And then I look for guy or person who can do the mixing and mastering,、mm-hmm. like proper mixing and mastering. 
And then I contact the guy again, give him a song, pay him. Mm-hmm. And then he give me the first one, like, you know, sending me mm-hmm. the file and <clears throat> send me the file and say, how does this sound? And if I like it, I confirm it. If I don't, I'll be like, oh, can you do this? And can you lower this down? Can you turn this up? Can mm-hmm. you do the blah, blah effect on this? Blah, 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 blah. Can you do this and that? And he'll like, sick, I'll do it. And then he sends it again. Mm-hmm. And if I like that, I confirm. If I don't, blah, blah, blah. And just like that. Mm-hmm. And eventually, if I like it, I confirm. And that's going to be the last. Okay. So where are you at in the process now? And I passed all of that. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to the distributor, and if distributor confirms it, it gets released to every platform ever. So the distributor is it like a, uh, you know how when we were thinking about distributing the podcast, we just I just made a profile on this whatever site, or is it like an actual person or company that you're dealing with? Actual sh- company that I'm dealing with. Uh huh. So did you, you know how? The way I always thought about how music works is like you get discovered or whatever performing and then they will sign a deal with you to distribute your music. Mm -hmm. So how does it work if you go to the distributor first instead of waiting for them to come to you? Well, you know, nowadays, like so many people can make music Mm -hmm. like as an independent musician Mm -hmm. and then also distribute it. There's a plenty of platform or, or a website or a company that can do that mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm. When I just started my music, it wasn't really possible. You know, it wasn't that possible. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you can just is everything is like convenient. You can do it on your mobile phone and shit. Okay, so. Let me ask you this question then. Okay. What is the benefit of going to a distributor mm-hmm. instead of just doing it yourself, like you said, you know? You can do it by yourself. So you won't be able to get it on like iTunes and Spotify and stuff? You can't do that. You have to get through the distributor if you want to get the royalty. Oh, so you want to get paid for it? <laughs> like off the bat? How many, how many songs have you released? Just one. Hmm. I don't know. Just because, you know, I, I'm coming up in the, the SoundCloud school of thought, you know, of like, you just release all your music for free until you get discovered. Yeah, true. But, you know, this is also work. And you know me. Mm. I promise myself that I never work for free. Mm-hmm. If I do this, I'm going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a fucking dollars mm. like 25 cents. I'm going to get paid. I am getting paid. Okay, but, you know, there's also the argument of short-term versus long-term, you know. You might not get paid up front if you just release it. It doesn't mean I'm not releasing on SoundCloud. Hmm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, but you haven't released on SoundCloud yet, so is the distributor you're going through say that you can't, you have to release it all at once, or could you put it out on SoundCloud now and then wait for the distributor to put it on the other platforms, or you know what I mean? No, it's just my decision. Mm. So where is that like thought train coming from? Because so if I release that on SoundCloud without releasing on other platform first, mm. I can't monetize it. Why not? 
because I don't have the specific number called ISRC, IS blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's the number that you're given every time you release a song. Mm. Without that, you cannot monetize it. So I'm just waiting on it. That's it. I've monetized music on SoundCloud before, though. You can, you know, charge whatever. You can go through, like, Bandcamp or something. So you can release it on SoundCloud, and then you could put the link underneath the song, Mm -hmm. buy, and you can set the price. Or you can, you know, they have it so you can pay whatever you think the song is worth, and it'll link to a different website where people can give you the money for the song. Mm -hmm, I know that. Is that done through a distributor, or is that something you can do on your own? I can do it by myself, but that's not what I'm talking Okay, well, I know you're, you're getting to the kind of to the finish line on this song, and I've been pushing you and pushing you to kind of make something happen with it, just because I think, again, like I said, this is the best one of your songs that I've heard, especially, I'm not saying the songs that I've heard you do in the past were bad, but it's definitely a different, it's definitely a next level quality jump from what I've heard from you before. That's why I'm excited for people out there to hear it. Because, you know, everybody that knows that has heard you sing knows that you're a good I singer. I think you're hyping up too much. I don't think so. Hyping but me up too much. No, I just, I feel like this, releasing the song and getting feedback for it will build your confidence to where it'll meet your talent level. Because right now your confidence is far below what your actual skill level is. And I think once those two things become more equal, you'll be be, be able to put out more music more consistently mm-hmm. and actually start building a career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for, for you. So that's why I'm excited to see what happens with this. Um, have you decided what you're going to do for like the artwork or whatever? Artwork? Mm. I did it already. You did it? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to let me see that once we're done here. There's nothing to see. Why not? It's just navy background and sleepless writing. Yeah. That's it. Like the one I suggested? That's it. Yeah. Well, it gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> Like so. with the shitty ass Photoshop. <laughs> it's so shitty, but gets yeah. the job done. Yeah. And then, you know, once you start, I th- and that's another thing. Once you, I think once you start putting your music out, it will attract those kind of people that will volunteer to do that type of stuff for you. You know what I mean? So you don't have to go through like I don't want like them five. to volunteer. I want to pay them. No, not not volunteer to do it for free, but I mean, they'll come to you and be like, can I work for you instead of you oh. having to constantly go out and find my people. My God, that'd be fucking awesome. But well, And that's the thing that I've been trying to... I'm not the best at explaining things. I know I come off as pushy, but that's the thing that I've tried to make you understand a lot is that s- substance without... Uh, what, what's, the word, what's the phrasing I want to use? You, you need something to offer people. You know what I mean? You can't just offer them ideas. You need actual things to show people, show and to advertise yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been trying to get you, get you rolling. And I know in the moment it seems like I'm being pushy, but I think I hope that you'll be able to appreciate it. You know, I always had the vision of like you going up on stage to accept an award, and then I'll be in the audience, and then you'll be all like, you know, that's not gonna happen. I couldn't be here. That's not you know, gonna happen. I couldn't be here without my. <laughs> My loving husband who pushed me all the time. You're or, delusional. Hey, it's good to dream, isn't it? Isn't it good to dream? I'm dreaming good things for you. What's wrong with that? You're delusional. I'm dreaming good things for you. God damn. And then I'll be able to stand up and like take a bow. I'll God be wearing a nice... Damn. I was thinking like a red suit probably. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll do that thing where you like blow the kid up to stage. So look forward to that. Okay. So, <laughs> if you say so, you can dream. 
So, when can the people expect to hear this bop? Bop? Yeah, this bop. It's a bop? Yeah. I don't know. I'll let you know as soon as I get the response. Okay. Well, hopefully it's before. Not going to be that long. Hopefully it's for the end of the year. Um, Yeah, so listeners, keep your ears open for that. We'll definitely post to it and talk more about it when the song finally drops. Mm -hmm. But uh, so, yeah, on to Korean word of the day quiz that I'm going to fail. So how well, how did you what's the format of this? How are we doing this? So I know you're not gonna remember all of those fucking ten phrases. Mm. So I got three questions. Okay. Three questions only. Okay. You better get this fucking right. Three <laughs> questions right. out of like ten or eleven phrases. Three. Fucking three. And you said they're multiple choice? Yes, I'll give you three multiple choices. Okay. And you will choose whatever you feel like is right. Okay. And I hope you know the answer. <laughs> I wouldn't get your hopes up, but okay. <laughs> Let's okay. rock. Let's Are rock. you ready? I'm ready. As ready as I'm going to... Well, I didn't study or anything, but I'm ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. For the, I don't know what to say, Korean word of the day test? Yeah. We got to come up with a catchy name for this at some point. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. First question is... I'm sweating. I feel like I'm like getting like a test in school <laughs> that I know I'm going to fail. Okay. Go ahead. What is I'm tired? Number one, 반듯해. No, I know this one. It's 피곤해. <gasps> oh! Uh, boom. What was that? Yeah. Did you make up a word? Is that an actual phrase? It's an actual phrase. Uh. It means like... What is that? It's like neat. Neat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay, you're doing it all right. One for one for one right now. Yeah. Okay. Second question is, what is, have you eaten anything? Uh, it's like, bop. Mogare, Mogara, Mogare. I'll give you. I'll give you three choices. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Pop Mogoro di Kaka. It's not that one. Number two. Pop Mokishiro. Uh, what's the third one? Number three. Pop Mogosa. Pop Mogoso. I was close. I I started. It wasn't the right words, but I had the kind of structure and the sounds and the general sounds. <laughs> Pop mogus. <laughs> what did I say the first time? Pop mogu. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm actually shit. doing better than I thought. I, I know. I know. Going Korean now. I know. Okay. Are you ready for number three? Mm-hmm. Number three is what is help me. This is like the most recent one we did. I'll give you three choices. Uh-huh. Number one. 살려주세요. No, that's not that one. Number two. 죽여주세요. What's the third one? Number three. 도와주세요. I think it's the third one, right? Is it 도와주세요? Or is it the second one? Which one is it? Which one What's is the it? second one again? 죽여주세요. 죽여주세요. 
I'm going to stick with the third one. Hey! <laughs> this didn't sound right. You got it right. What was it again? You got it right. Help me. Okay. So obviously, this is easy mode because you were kind enough to let me get multiple choice. Yeah. But as we progress, it's got to be, you know... You oh. say what is it, and then I have to say what it is in Korean. But I'm not saying we're doing that now. That, no, that's, that's going to be the next time. Next episode. A week later, we're doing this. A week later. Okay. We're doing this. And if you don't get it, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> what's going to happen? Nothing. I'm not going to teach you anything. <laughs> but I'm learning clearly. I've learned more Korean just doing this show than I have in three years of being married. <laughs> with you. So, I mean, and it's not, I'm not coming to use well, it. Well, I've never seen you using it, actually. I Because I, I just automatically default to English. You know, it's just like how, you know, when you, like when you, you would default to Korean if you didn't have to use English to communicate exactly. with me. Exactly. I'm doing it because yeah. I have to. Can't yeah, well, speak for shit. Well, that's what I always say. I've said it a thousand times. Once you teach it to me on the show, then you can start using it around the house. And then or I'll be more you can remember and use it. Yeah, but it, it takes two to tango. If like, you start using it, you, if, since you're the one who's learning, if you're using it, I can start using it too. I, I can answer you in Korean too. I just simply disagree with your approach. Because... The easiest way, because, e okay, think about it like this. I don't use it, I won't use it outside of this house ever. And I'll only use it with you if you use it with me. So I'm never going to default to Korean, you know what I mean? Since I, there's the cases for me having to use it is so low. But if you force me to use it by using it to me, then I'll start defaulting to Korean the words that I know. Yeah, but no, I'm saying just the just the words. Just the words you've taught me. Like, like earlier when you came in and you're like, hey, have you eaten? You could have said Oh fuck off. And then I would have been like, I know that. And then I would have been like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, isn't that at least better? That's a good starting place to where you can actually just use Korean in the house. Even if I'm not responding to you in Korean all the time, at least if I understand what you're saying, that's like a good step, isn't it? You sound like high school girl. How? Nah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> nah. Well. That's all you can say, huh? Nah. Ani. Nah. Ani. How do you feel about putting your song at the end of this episode? Then I'll stop bugging you about it and let you do how you want to do. But I just want the people to be able to hear it. How about preview? A preview? Yeah. Why can't you just put the whole thing? How about preview? It's not out. What, do you, what is out? It's just a song. And besides, if you put it at the end of this, they're going to have to listen to the whole show to get to it anyway. So it's like a bonus to listen to the show. Yeah. I'll put the preview. Okay. I guess we'll compromise on this. <laughs> Jump in, I'll put a preview on here. So if you guys listen all the way to this point, and now Morty's going crazy on his little toy, we appreciate you listening. And uh, here's a preview <laughs> of Jump In's new song that she's going to have coming out at some point within the next 10 years. Yeah, we'll let you know if it gets released. Okay. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>